Welcome back to the Blindsiders. I'm Ben. I'm joined by Brian here, and we are breaking down episode 11 of Survivor yes. 43. And uh, yeah, and, uh, in case you uh, you were you know holding your breath as to whether this uh, season was going to get interesting or not, or if it was just going to be Ghost Island 2.0, uh, I think we have a pretty solid answer. Uh, yes. I think uh, you're right. I think uh, Ghost Island 2.0 is is a good way to put it because I appreciate the probably winning gameplay for sure, mm -hmm. but it is kind of boring at the same time. Yeah, I think both. Uh, I think both seasons had underrated pre-merges as well, mm -hmm. um, and uh, and then the entire post-merge of both seasons was. Uh, Kind of a snooze fest uh, where uh, a, a duo that seems to never get targeted for no apparent reason just kind mm -hmm. of steamrolls to the end. Uh, and in this case, uh, we don't even have like a Wendell and Dom kind of toss up where right. you might get a tie. It seems like pretty definitively that Jesse's just going to win the season. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Does this make um, is Sammy the Kellen of this season then? Yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. The you one know, person you're like, maybe they can Michael, win. but yeah. yeah. Like, maybe they can win. Maybe you're like, oh, and then now they just get unceremoniously yeah. dumped at the last, you know, minute. Mm -hmm. And then, hey. <sighs> well, um, Sammy should have listened to his gut. He should have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, we talk about sometimes players we'd like to see again. I'd like to see Kellen come back and play again. I think she she had some game in her, just mm -hmm. kind of got on a season with two people who were really good at the game. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think there's like I think it's a uh, as far as like people that uh, I would want to see back from like the post march of Ghost Island, other than like obviously Dom, mm -hmm. uh, that she'd probably be uh, near the top of the list, if not at the top of it. So yeah, no, for sure. So um, <laughs> other than that. Yeah. All right, Ben. Apparently, <laughs> Survivor doesn't necessarily care about the, uh, you know, interpersonal storytelling mm -hmm. that really made the series popular. It's all about advantages, baby. All all day, all the time. We got another new advantage. What did you think of this one? Um, I thought it was okay until I found out how it worked, and then yeah. I thought it was really awful. <laughs> that was pretty. Pretty bad. I think, okay, so we can both agree then. Okay, twist, terrible execution, way overpowered, like mm -hmm. for no reason. Yes. Um, obviously, just read it after the challenge. <clears throat> let people know whether or not he won. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, you have to just assume he won. You have yep. to play that he did. So just, just finding that advantage essentially guaranteed him another round in the game, which, okay. Yeah, so yeah, this is what I what I would basically call pseudo immunity, uh, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, he doesn't have immunity necessarily, but right. you have to play like he does, and so he like for all intents and purposes does. And in this case, he ended up having it, but like because of the way the mechanic of the twist works, like you can't you can't vote for him. No. <laughs> like, it makes no logical sense to vote for him. Uh, and yeah. so, like, uh, I would compare this to like. Uh, like I've played in a live game where there was like uh, a twist where as an endurance immunity challenge was going on, 
the people who were drop, dropping out were sent back to camp. And then the tribal council happened like the second the individual immunity challenge ended. And so basically what ends up happening is the people who stay into the challenge later and later, like the last two or three people left, all essentially have like pseudo immunity because you can't strategize to vote them out. And then like with the, you know, cause they're, they have like basically like a, a one in two or a one in three chance of winning immunity. Like you would have to strategize to vote them out and then also have a backup plan. So like that makes no sense to do. So yeah, in this case, Cody has pseudo immunity. Uh, and we have two people randomly winning this in Indie Challenge because it was poorly designed. Uh, and uh, so we have three people out of seven at the final seven who have immunity and three idols in the game. Yeah, and that could have been even worse because it was also shot in the dark. You know, it could have been mm -hmm. a whole disaster. But uh, yeah, Cody finds it. Good for Cody. Um, and this challenge i never in one million years thought that it would be built to where it wouldn't be fully submerged underwater at a certain point that never yeah. crossed my mind uh what did you, what did you think were you on the same page as that yeah i i don't understand why this was seemingly celebrated mm. uh like okay first of all i don't know about you i hate this challenge i think it's it's really stupid uh I, I think like it's a challenge that they should have done once way back in the day and they should have probably reevaluated afterwards and was like, yeah, that's probably, this is a bad challenge that we shouldn't ever do again, but they kept on doing it over and over again. And then it was retired for a while. I think they showed the last time they did it, which was in Caramoan. Caramoan, yeah. Um, and they haven't done it since. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. What are your, what are your thoughts on like last gasp as a challenge overall? Um, I think it's, whatever i i'm not a big at this point in my life a big challenge person like mm -hmm. i can take them or leave them um it's i think it's fine if you put the you know great at a point where it will eventually be underwater i mean yeah. the first season of survivor had a just a straight up hold your breath challenge mm -hmm. um so like whatever i'm fine with that um it's definitely like if if you're like afraid of drowning which i mean you know drowning's bad i think we're all no one wants to drown but like yeah. i think psychologically it could probably affect you pretty badly um i, I kind of want to try it just from like the point of view like what it, what's the feeling mm -hmm. um but I don't think it's ever going to come back now, uh, now that it didn't work this time. And like you said, it had been gone for a while anyways. So, yeah, it's it's fine. It's it's kind of like it stands out because it's unique, right? That's true, I guess, like, yeah. Like, hey, hey, there's that challenge where, you know, they drown people. <laughs> um, yeah. Interesting. Jeff loves it, obviously. Um he, I, I tweeted it at the time, but the, he had a comment where it's like, you know, it's more old school and we used to really torture the players. And it's like, Jeff is like, yeah, CBS mm -hmm. doesn't let us torture the players anymore. Yeah. Well, um, you could, um, you could like visibly see his boner during the show and just yeah. watching it. So <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, he, he loves it. He loves this challenge. So I don't know. I think there's, 
there's plenty of other challenges though they could easily do again that they never do again mm-hmm. um speaking from caramo and just because it was the next one the one where you have to like dive and like pull yourself and grab buoys and like move them from one side of like a raft to another they could do that again that'd be probably more entertaining than yeah. watching people drown for 10 minutes mm-hmm. and they also have like you know used to have i think way more balance beam on the water mm-hmm. challenges than they do recently i feel yeah. um so i think there's a lot my, my, my take on it is, is like basically like it's it's not it's not fun enough to watch to override how dangerous it is dangerous it seems to be for the contestants yeah yeah <laughs> like it, it, it like the pro the pros for me just don't outweigh the cons like that I feel like I feel like Survivor is almost lucky at this point that somebody does, hasn't gotten like their hand or arm caught in a grate and like mm, you know almost drowned from water. this. Yeah, that's a good. That's a really good point. Yeah. So like I don't know. That's like I think really it would be point. fine. Yeah. I think it would be fine if like the strategy wasn't to like entangle your body with the mm. grate. Right. Um, because that seems just so unnecessarily dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree there. Yeah, you're right. I hadn't necessarily considered that. Yeah. Uh, that would be a hard show. I don't know what. Yeah, well, there's, there's also, I mean, the other one that uh, comes to mind is the one in Nicaragua, the tribal challenge where they're on the wheel. Oh, yeah. And they have to, like, dunk, dunk the tribe mates' heads underwater, and they have to, like, open their mouth, collect water, and then spit it into a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know if they didn't think that one through, where, like, oh, somebody could just, you know, like ha- Gets, like yeah the, the yeah the person whose head is going underwater not being the one in control of how long their head is underwater just seems like so poorly thought through that it's like yeah yeah they they did it two seasons in a row too yeah because they just like well we built it we're not gonna not use it again mm-hmm. um yeah there have been some. We should, that's an off-season podcast. So, like the yeah, dumbest a list of most challenges. like questionable and dangerous challenges. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Um, yeah, but, yeah. but uh, I think it's insane that they didn't plan it in a way to where it's going to end a hundred percent. Like, uh, I cannot believe they put it in a place where the water wouldn't cover it completely, and then they had to pivot. This would be fine if this was the final. 10 even but the final seven that's that's pretty low to have two people have immunity well three people have immunity immunity. um yeah um yeah super egregious um like uh, i don't know what are your what are your thoughts on like do they just turn it into a pure endurance challenge at this point and like you know go 12 hours uh, like they did in uh They can. They can. I don't think they have enough time no. with the 26 days. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> and it gets dark. Presumably yeah. there's wildlife in the water, uh, like mm-hmm. sharks and stuff. Like, could you, like, at least in Palau, you were out of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, I'm sure Palau had a bunch of sharks there too. Um, not that sharks would attack people right away, but it's like still. Mm-hmm. Not a great thing to leave your contestants in the water during the yeah. nighttime. Um, 
Yeah, I just don't I just don't see how you could turn it into just straight endurance challenge with the 26 days yep. um format because I'm I don't know if every day from now on is gonna be a vote off, but there's probably only like one off day left. Right. What if what if they did like a sudden death final hold your breath underwater? That's fine. Um yeah. they'd have to agree to it, right? Uh, the two I mean, do they are, like? I mean, Survivor has changed the rules of challenging the fly constantly, like historically. <laughs> like, it happened a bunch of times where Survivor has changed the rules. Yeah, yeah. I think um, if Jeff had said it would have been fine. I think. I mean, like I said, I don't really care too much about the challenges. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Could he have offered it to them? Like, listen. Uh, it's going back down. This is what we're gonna do. Let me know if you're, you're, yeah. I don't know. It's like Brenda and Andrea made up their own rules. Speaking of Caramon mm -hmm. again, mm -hmm. uh, but they weren't forced to. They just agreed to to speed the challenge up a little bit. Um, but yeah, I would have been fine if Jeff was like, okay, you're just gonna hold your breath now because we we are on a timeline mm -hmm. here. We got tribal to do. We got all this stuff. So. Chip yeah. shop. No, I mean, I, I just, if you're going to make a, a challenge, like, first of all, if you're going to make a challenge that, like, can not end the way that it's supposed to, have, like, a backup plan that is, like, well established. Uh, and, like, two, like, when it ultimately fails, don't, like, make it this celebratory moment because yeah. it, to me, it's not a celebratory moment. It's, like, a really stupid moment. <laughs> I, I, like, you know, obviously, it, great for Carla and Owen and like very impressive that they were able to like essentially break right. the challenge but like um you know the production shouldn't be celebrated <laughs> no um yeah at least like the when they used to do the full size deck of card <laughs> challenge instead of the little one they have now I'm pretty sure they eventually just put a rule in like if after an hour no one's completed it then whoever just has the highest stack they should always yeah. have a if after a certain amount of time, mm -hmm. then we modify the challenge. Yeah. I mean, they they have historically done that at, since, you know, as we mentioned, since Palau. <laughs> like, the Palau Final Unity Challenge was, like, the breaking moment for the, for the production team that was like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, we have to, like, you know, design challenges in a way where we have a definitive winner after X hours. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it is impressive that there are still challenges that that isn't the case on. But I guess we can move on <laughs> from yeah, that good many for Owen, Good for Carla. Yeah. They did it. Um, yeah, so I guess it seems that Sammy was going to go home the whole episode, right? Like, yep. uh -huh. there's really no... I did like two minutes in. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he... he he got his hand caught in the cookie jar as you know, just spent one too many times, like trying to be sneaky and it just, it got him. But I appreciate that. He tried at least to be sneaky because that's not the current meta of survivor at all. Yeah, no, especially not on uh, this season. Uh, he's like one of the only people to, <laughs> to try and do something, even though yeah. he failed to do really much of anything. Um, I do wonder if it's an age thing too. Um, I know he didn't say he was 19, but he probably comes off at least pretty young. And I feel like there's an inherent, like, uh, we've talked about it on 
this, I'm sure, on uh, the have not room. When you're like different in age from people enough, it's kind of like people don't relate to you as much and maybe don't listen to you as much, even if like you might have some good ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like any basically anything that makes you like stand out uh, is going to do that kind of just intrinsically. Um, an agent, especially because, uh, like, you know, there, there's more, uh, actual tangible, uh, effects of like being a, a young person as far as like, uh, affecting your personality. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, it makes sense that and Sammy wouldn't... was like, uh, like a great representation of Gen Z, I would say yeah. the haircut, the, mm -hmm. you know, the dancing, the, just like. I don't know. I like Sammy as a player. I thought he was he was fun, for sure. Um, I do think he, you know he just played in the wrong time. Um, I feel like if he played uh, at another time where Elon Musk wasn't such a controversial figure, Survivor Twitter could have gotten that Tesla for him. They could have, you know, they could have tweeted at Elon enough to to get him <laughs> to give this kid a Tesla, but. Uh, Probably, probably not now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely uh, did not. Uh, it's not aging well. No, no. Well, his mom, she, she she's aging great. It seems she knew. Mm -hmm. She's like, get this Tesla out of here. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought like the big controversy. It wasn't really a controversy. Obviously, it didn't end up leading anywhere. Cody was reluctant to keep Cassidy in the game, even though Carla literally, like, for no reason, like, you know, stabbed herself in the back by, yep. by throwing Cassidy under the bus. And Jesse realizes that, and Jesse's like, listen, we're perfectly good because we can keep Cassidy and just be like, yeah, Carla was coming after you. Done. They're split, and we get Sammy out now, like, I I think everyone who goes on Survivor hopes that everything lines up as perfectly as it is for Jesse. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing, because, like, Jesse is set up so well this round, but it's not even due to anything he did, right? Like, Sammy completely snows Carla for, mm -hmm. like, over, like, the stupidest lie ever that's, like, yeah. like super easy to fact check. Uh, and Carla just, like, believes him intrinsically. <laughs> uses that information to like start to make a, a boneheaded move and then doesn't follow through with the boneheaded move so now she has like no leverage and she has no respect and she has no options so like where is she going from here i don't like like i said this is like the 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 episode where you know it really drives home that this is ghost island 2.0 this is also the episode where like my last hopes for Carla having any win equity in this season are completely mm. dashed. Yeah. Like, I, I went from like, oh, Carla might win this game last week still to be like, okay, yeah, Carla is not winning this season, like straight yeah. up. <laughs> like they spent yeah. the entire episode bashing her in the edit for for literally no reason because Cassidy was a decoy boot. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't know why she did that either. And it seems like it's going to get back to Cassidy in the next episode. Yeah. As it Obviously. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, so that she just no for no reason she just blew up her own game. Yeah. Um, which hey, congratulations, Jesse. Um, pay off some of those Harvard student loans 
I, yep. I imagine that's very expensive. So it's really just worked out great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, uh, assuming Jesse wins the season, uh, I think that we're probably after the finale going to have a, a conversation about like where he ranks as far as like first time winners and like mm. one for one players or whatever. So I think there's yeah. probably going to be a conversation of like, is he top 10? Is he top five? Assuming he does close this out, which mm. I, I can't imagine how he doesn't because right. his <laughs> name has never been brought up as a target the entire season, even as he's like blatantly running the game and he's at the final six with two idols that mm. nobody knows about. So it's like, how does he lose is, yeah. is, is my bigger question, right? It's kind of like Marianne at the final five last season where it's like, how does she lose? Right. Right. Yeah. But like for, for me, it's been like, how does Jesse lose for the last like seven episodes? <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. What, what I also thought was kind of crazy. Gabler, Owen and Sammy have played this entire game together mm -hmm. and they didn't like even try to be like, like we're three of the final seven like we just got to get past this vote and we're almost assured like to get to the end together like that that shocked me ben yeah i i love how we had this big kind of uh you know we talked last week for the preview of this conversation that was teased of gabler coming up to owen and being like this is how we make the final three mm -hmm. when it ended up being just being like gabler is just doing damage control <laughs> And just like feeding yeah. Owen bullshit to like get him off his case. It's like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like when, when, the, when the most exciting conversations are fake, like where are we going? What are we yeah. doing here? The editors are like, we're doing the best we can. Yeah. We have nothing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, at least, I'm glad we talked about it last week about the shot in the dark. Because, yeah. uh, hey, it actually came up. And then. Didn't hit, but that's okay. You know, Sammy played it in the exact like spot where you're supposed to, right? Like he knew mm -hmm. it was him. May as well play it mm -hmm. and see what happens. Didn't hit, but you know, I'm glad he he went out swinging. Yeah, no, I mean he's the only person in this season to to try to play the shot in the dark, right? And he's the only he played it correctly. Um, he's I think the third or fourth person to play it correctly uh it's still never uh succeeded over three seasons nobody has hit safe um which i assume means we're going to see it again next season because they're going to keep on throwing it against the wall until at least somebody gets it just with like the knowledge yeah. power advantage. i don't i don't mind the uh shot in the dark at all like it's well, i don't mind it because it's yeah. irrelevant it, it, yeah. it, it plays no it, it like other than forcing blindsides that plays no uh you know effect on the season mm -hmm. like um, yeah, I mean, it's almost kind of like I'm more worried about how idols just don't get played anymore. Yeah. And to like why having an idol used to be like a big target on someone's back, <clears throat> even as recently as like Rick Devins in Edge of Extinction. Um, it just isn't anymore at all. And I don't get that because it's literally like, an item that gets more powerful <laughs> the like further along you get in it in in conjunction with your singular vote getting more powerful the further you get into the game so it's just like i don't get it ben well i mean we kind of talked about it last week right where it's like we've gotten to a point where idols have been kind of like beaten or i guess solved where like if you if a person in power has an idol 
then then they're in power and yeah. they're you know they're not going to need to play it and if a person not in power has an idol then everyone just like collectively acknowledges that they're a goat and doesn't even bother trying to vote them out and it's just like yeah, yeah they'll just take up a spot in the final three or four who cares yeah oh man um i guess is next week the last episode or the week after Next week's it's two more, right? It's, it's uh, yeah. otherwise they would have they would have uh, hyped the finale. Yeah, they would hyped the finale. You're right. Yeah. So, do you want to guess who's going to go out in that episode? Um, I mean, Owen would make sense, right? But mm-hmm. I don't. I, he could also win immunity, and he also doesn't yeah. seem like a high priority target the way that Sammy was. Um, I think probably Cassidy would be my yeah, guess. I was going to say Cassidy as well. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, there's not a there's not a whole lot about this episode. Uh, we we bitched about the twist. Uh, well, yeah, that's why that's why because you, you said over text you said like oh there's so much to talk about and I was like wait what is he being sarcastic? There's literally nothing to talk about other than to like bitch about a couple of stupid things. Uh, that was really it. I was just like in the moment yeah. like very upset with the mechanics of the new twist. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna fucking rant about this for like 20 minutes, but yeah, I, no, it, it was spent a so day. Easy. I've calmed down. Yeah, it's so easy to design it fine. Like if if it was just he gets a second necklace after the challenge, yeah, that's fine. That's an okay twist, right? Yeah. I'm not complaining about that. And I was like, when I when I heard the, how it worked before it was like further explained at the challenge, I was mm-hmm. like, oh. At the final seven, that's an okay twist. I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. you know, I th- I would rather that than like introducing a steal of vote or something crazy that could yeah. like totally flip the the way that the strategy works. Like an extra immunity necklace, the final seven, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the way that it worked was just so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we gotta chill on these twists, Jeff. We gotta reel it way back. All right, man. Like, trust your cast, please. We've been saying it for three seasons, but please. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, it it didn't... I don't think it ended up mattering, right? Because I don't think Cody was going to get... Tar- like, if Jesse's name is not coming up, Cody's yeah. name wasn't going to get coming up. Right. <laughs> so, like, I don't think it mattered, but it, like, it could have, right? It could have mattered. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, other than that, anything you want to touch on or promote or anything? Um, no, I mean, you know, uh, I, at this point I'm just expecting Jesse to win. If Jesse mm-hmm. doesn't win, I think I'll probably at this point be disappointed, uh, yeah. because it would be a horribly told story mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes no fucking sense at all. It was um, Gabler all along. <laughs> yeah. Like look, it, I don't want Carla. Like I, I talked about, like oh, who am I rooting for last week? I, I was rooting for Carla. I'm not rooting for Carla after this mm-hmm. episode. I don't want Carla to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no attachment at all to Cassidy. Uh, Owen, you know the Charlie uh, Brown with the football thing was funny, even though he yeah, did Schro- for sure. he did Schroeder dirty. You know, like Schroeder's you know an icon. You know, and calling him the piano. Guy. I know. I know. That was insane. Rude. It was. Um, I, I have a tree that's much like his tree from the movie right now Mm -hmm. i feel it um yeah that was that was messed up you're right yeah so you know i can't root for i can't root for owen after dead short or dirty and also he's been completely incompetent for 90 percent of the season so i i I can't in all good consciousness root for him 
like, who am I supposed to root for, like, other than Jesse at this point? Like, who am I supposed to want to win? <laughs> I just want Jesse to win so I can talk about whether he's, like, a top five player of all time. That's all I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel you. I feel you. So, that's oh, it. Well, where can we find you online? Uh, you can follow me on uh, on social media at Ben Sharon. Uh, you know, I don't really use social media too much these days. I've been trying to uh, to stay off it. Like I, I, I like browse through Reddit uh, occasionally. But I don't post very often on Reddit. I just kind of lurk. So yeah, right. not really worth plugging anything there. <laughs> right. Um, I, again, I think that's a healthy way to approach social media yep. these days. Um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at the Fake Me Minus BMARR. Channel is on Twitter at We Could Get Everything. Also, do a sports show uh, very often throughout the week. That's We Could Get Sports. We're talking uh, all kinds, of, like all the big American sports, and then also we're covering the World Cup and the Premier League, uh, which is very fun. I'm learning a lot about soccer, which is good. Uh, it makes it made the World Cup very exciting. Now I had like a little bit of a basis to like you know other than just blind patriotism rooting for the u.s but uh yeah please check us out there uh, that's youtube.com slash wicked good sports um the channel is on instagram at wicked good everything twitch at twitch.tv slash wicked good everything and on tiktok search wicked good sports search wicked good everything uh yeah i think that's it ben it's like 20 things but that's it yeah, that's it. I mean, like, uh, we'll be uh, we'll be back. We have a like, like I said, I think we have two weeks left uh, before yes. the finale, or you know, a week, and then uh, next week is the last episode before the finale. And uh, yeah, after that, um, we're hopefully going to bring back influencer chat, which is oh, we're bringing our, it back. I'm committed. Circle podcast I'm for season five. Uh, we did it for we talked about seasons what two and three, and then didn't talk about season four, I think, and then. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, our, our uh, we had a lot of fun talking about seasons uh, two and three of the U.S. version of the circle, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, or, yeah, we talked, yeah, it was two and three. Um, yeah. I think. Well, it might have been one and two. It might have been one and two. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that. Uh, I'm going to try to watch The Mole soon so that we can do mm-hmm. a one-off on that. I think that'd be very fun. Uh, Big Brother Canada is coming back. I'm excited. For that, and uh, we get a lot of good stuff coming up here. Uh, too many podcasts. You'll be, you'll be sick of us, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, reality TV is the only thing that keeps me going. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, 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 you know, it's not as great as it's been in the past, but it's still pretty good. And we're still getting a lot of content now. So, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, uh, I expect BBK Eleven to be incredible. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, at the very least, uh, just come 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 around for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.